Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap Season 4. Can you believe it? We've made it to our sixth year, four seasons. Spring and I are amazing at math. Um, but four uh, uh, excellent seasons talking to all of you about sex. Well, I guess three seasons. This is season four. It does, does it really matter? We only, we call it a new season when we take a break and we took two weeks off. So we're like, oh, it's a new season. And, and we make some changes. Yeah, we made some changes. We got some changes coming up. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Let's talk about those. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, if you are a listener and you're not part of our social media, you should really get on the Instagram with us because, uh, we're constantly posting. Um, and one of the big, big things we're going to be doing in season four is we're going to be having a lot more interplay between what happens on our social media and our episodes. We love when you send us emails and when you call us, but social media is such a fast, direct, um, and visible way for us to continue having this conversation outside of the episodes, because we want to talk with you all the time. Um, and we're on social media a lot. Um, so uh, we're going to be asking questions on social media. We're going to be relating information on social media to the episodes. We're going to be just a lot more fun interplay with what's happening, mostly on Instagram. We're on Twitter and Facebook, but we don't do too much there most of the time. Um, so check us out on Instagram. Um, and we're going to be drawing a lot more information from Instagram as well. We have one other big change. What are we going to be doing, Spring? We're going to do more series. And we've done a few series over the past couple of years um, when we feel like, you know, we had a lot to say on a topic. We're like, oh, we can't do an episode about this alone. We've got to like really expand this out. So you might remember we did um, a three part series on pornography. Um, we did, uh, I think, a four-part series on Black Lives Matter. Um, and then we did a three or four-part series um, for Pride Month this past year as well. And and those are really some of our favorite episodes that we've done because it has really allowed us to like get into some more details, get into some more kind of like, um, you know, things that are a little more either controversial or a little more um, have like some gray area that we really want to talk about in more detail. So that's been really fun. And so we want to do more of that this season. So this season, you'll see a lot of little mini series coming up. Uh, our, I think our very first series is going to be talking about the breakup cycle in relationships. Um, we talk a lot about positive relationships and communication. Um, and it's time for us to take a to the other side. So we're going to be going through um, breaking up, healing, and getting back out there after that process. So um, that's our first series. We have a whole lot of other really fun ones planned. Um, and that's pretty much going to be it overall for our changes. Most things are going pretty well. Um, we're going to tell some stories. We're going to answer some questions. We're going to talk about what's going on on Instagram. Um, and we're going to have these series so we can just go more in depth. Uh, we get a ton of questions from listeners. Um, and we just we don't have time to answer all of them. And we do these series. It gives us the opportunity to you know sort of hit a whole bunch of different questions at the same time. Um, so thank you, listeners. We really loved talking with you over the last uh, five years, and we're really looking forward to Series 4, um, where we make a few small changes, but you know, keep true to answering all of the questions that you've been afraid to ask your partner or too embarrassed to ask. What's the third one? Afraid, um, embarrassed? I don't know. Shy? Nervous? Too shy. 
yeah, I don't nervous. know, anxious. It's all the yeah. same thing, really. Shame, yeah. ashamed. <laughs> Pretty much ashamed. Yeah. No shame here, though. We love your questions. Um, keep asking them. Um, and if you have some of like the bigger questions or or some of the, like the kinkier questions, like with the new series format, we'll be able to talk to them. Um, but today we just have one pretty short question. This is not part of a series, but it co- <laughs> kind of goes back to like our very first episodes. Um, so uh, the, the question we have today is, I accidentally cut myself while shaving. Should I abstain from sexual activity? There was no context. There was no additional information given. So <laughs> I think that my favorite questions are the ones without context because we get to play with it. We get to talk about, well, it could be this, it could be this. And we, we get to answer like kind of a lot more um questions in one really. So, so yeah, I cut myself while shaving. So I think that's really an important question because when you cut yourself, you're creating an opening in your skin, which is an opportunity for infections to get in your body. That's what the skin does is help keep infections out. So if you cut yourself, then yeah, you've got another opportunity for infections to enter your body. Um, so I cut myself while shaving. Well, what were you shaving? <laughs> this is my first question because it's going to change our answer quite a bit, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I assume uh, whoever submitted it uh, cut either their vulva or their penis or their testes or maybe their mouth or their ass. <laughs> yes. So it's a lot of a lot of options. You're great. <laughs> Um, but we should talk just a, a couple minutes about like what you're trying to prevent. So if you are in a long-term relationship with somebody and you've both been tested or, you know, if you were three or four people, if like a bunch of people are in a relationship and you've all been tested, um, and you're not using condoms or anything like that already, uh, should you abstain from sex? Um, I mean, you might want to give yourself a day or two to heal up. One of the, one of the great things about your genitals is they have a high amount of blood flow. Um, and they're meant <laughs> to take a beating, some of them quite literally. Um, and they heal really quick from little cuts and scratches. So if you're in that kind of relationship, um, you know, put some Neosporin on it, uh, maybe put a Band-Aid on it, give yourself a day just to heal up. Um, and you're really not in, in, in any serious danger of an infection um, if you're with people consistently and there's a small cut. So... In that instance, yeah, we're talking about you're not really at danger for a sexually transmitted infection because you've been tested and you're what we call fluid bonded with those people, right? You ha- exchange fluids freely with them and you're not worried or anxious about transmitting anything because you um, all are aware of exactly what's happening and who's getting whose bodily fluids. Um So, I mean, you could still get other things in a cut, right, that could bother it or could irritate it. Or like, say you get like lube in a in a open cut like uh, that could like prolong. Yeah, it could definitely burn. It could prolong like the healing process. So so Andrew's saying like maybe wait a day or two if it's in a sensitive area because it could just get more sensitive and it could take longer to heal. Um, but we're saying not at real risk for sexually transmitted infections in that instance, right? So then let's talk about, okay, say you um, cut yourself in one of these genital areas um, and you're going out with someone for the first time. You're like getting excited. You're thinking maybe you're going to have sex with them. Um, then 
our answer might change a little bit. Absolutely. Um, so if you uh, are going out with somebody and it's the first time you're having sex with them or you're not fluid bonding, um, and it, it does depend on where the cut is as well, right? So seriously, like, so if you have a penis and the cut is on the shaft of the penis and you put a condom over it, it's fine, right? But if it's somewhere else, like if it's on the scrotum or if it's on the vulva, then you're certainly putting yourself at uh, increased risk for contracting STDs, especially if it's a fresh cut, right? If it's still kind of wet or oozy or scabbed over in those cases, Ugh. spring hates the word scab. I don't know why. I, I just feel like, wow, can you cut yourself that badly while shaving? <laughs> The answer is yes. Yes. I know from personal experience, um, there have been some (laughs) shaving accidents. Um, But no, um, in in this case, you should definitely put sex on hold for a little while until it's kind of cleared up. Um, And still, you can do things like put a Band-Aid on it. You can put some Neosporin on it. You can do things to increase the healing. But you want to make sure that there's no open wound at all. um, Because open wounds massively increase chances of contracting things like HIV. Um, And they also make it so that you can get different kinds of skin infections. Um, So you just want to make sure that you're really careful, especially with a new partner. Um, And depending on how old you are and where you've cut, you can be completely healed in anywhere from 24 hours to a week. Um, But in all of those cases, you want to be extra careful. So if you've cut a part of yourself that might touch another person's fluids uh, and you're not really sure what their status is, if you haven't gotten tested and seen their papers, then you might want to give give it a few days to heal to really make sure that you're protecting yourself, right? And like I said, it really depends on where and how old you are in your body. Um, But, you know, two to seven days is about the average time for most small cuts to heal. Yeah. And, and it is a lot of, uh, kind of thinking through like, where is this, who, who, like what might come in contact with it, what activities might we do? And then like how, how willing you are to like take some risk, you know? And so say, um, you were shaving like in the upper more pubic region and you got a cut up there. That's like kind of above your genitals. Um, that's like probably a lower risk area that bodily fluids would come in contact with. And so you might, um, you know, consider like, okay, that might be a lower risk when I might feel more comfortable, um, engaging in some sexual activity. So it is like, okay, where is it? Um, and what might come in contact with that? And then is there a way to cover it? Is, um, some type of Band-Aid or condom going to be able to uh, keep this area safe during sexual activity. And so those are kind of the questions you want to be thinking about. Like there's not a there's not a one size fits all answer to this. It is um, pretty like, okay, let me let me think this through. (laughs) Let me let me think about these openings. So if you've cut around your mouth or I guess even if you had really chapped, like cracked lips, 
Um, or, you know, we always talk about flossing. Right. Like if there are cuts in all of those areas, um, they all can increase the risk of different STDs, um, including things like uh, uh, HSV, which is herpes simplex virus, like oral herpes, genital herpes. Just what I mean by flossing is um, like if you if you don't floss your teeth every day, then flossing your teeth right before a date is a bad idea because it's going to cause little micro cuts in the mouth and it's going to be creating, again, more little opportunities opportunities for infections to um, get into your body. So if you are, you know, going on a first date and you're like, oh, let me floss. Cool. Do it the day before. <laughs> do it. <laughs> or just start flossing all the time. But hold on. Stop. 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 People don't floss. Adu- people don't floss every day. That blows my mind. <laughs> I floss twice every single day. My mouth is sparkly. Twice a day? I do. I also wash my feet every time I'm in the shower, which apparently is a thing where people don't listeners, let us know. Do you wash your feet when you're in the shower? Do you with soap? Yeah. You don't? <laughs> First of all, I don't take showers. All right, she takes baths. Right. All right. <laughs> There's so many hygiene things that sort of blow my mind. Um, we will be posting about washing feet and flossing on Instagram <laughs> just to see uh, what the 40 some thousand people there do with their day to day life. That would be a fun series of questions like, do you do this? Do you do that? Um, but if you don't floss your teeth re- regular, regularly, uh, spring is 100% correct. It is a good time to do it is not right before a date cuts in your mouth. So kissing them or if you get sexual fluids in them, it increases the chances that you can contract an STD. Um, similarly, if you cut have cuts around your mouth, it can increase those chances. Um, there's one other one other thing I want to talk about. So if you have a cut around your anus, because you've shaved it for a reason, or if you have a cut on a penis that's going to be going into an anus, um, there are other kinds of infections that can occur um, during anal sex just because of all of the different kinds of bacteria that live there. Normally happily, normally not a problem, but you could get um, some kinds of infections from uh, oral, anal, or oral uh, penal routes. Or no, anal penal routes? There we go. Um, So there should be some extra care and some extra time uh, just to make sure that you don't get a skin infection from a different kind of bacteria that lives inside of the anus. Yeah. So, wow, that was, we got into a lot that I, I thought that was a pretty simple question, but I think um, there is, yeah, there's a lot to consider. Right. And um, so, so, so what, let's go back to, um, maybe also shave the day before, um, a big event as well. <laughs> if we're thinking about like, maybe move up some of that prep time just a little bit. Um, also, or put more time there. A lot of people, you know, get anxious right before, um, a date, whether it's a new person or, relatively new, right? Or a big day. Um, and some of that prep can be kind of rushed, right? So yeah, just considering, um, you know, making sure that you are keeping yourself, um, healthy. And part of, part of that is, um, taking time in, in any grooming activities and making sure that if something does happen, you can heal a little before you, bring those body parts next to somebody else's body parts. It's one of those crazy things. I think about the amount of time that people spend shaving their genitals and then they don't get anything for it. And then if we look at it, most of the time, if you ask people how much genital hair they like, most people are like, oh, a little bit is nice. Just trim it. And if you trim it, you don't have any of these problems anyway. I don't have a tip for today. I don't think like if you cut yourself weight. I mean, I mean, I think... (laughs) 
I think, you know, what's interesting is what you're starting to tap into is the um, cultural expectations around body hair and around pubic hair. And I think that uh, those shift all the time, actually. Um, and like what goes in and out of vogue is always kind of changing. And, um, and I think everyone can relate to having a partner, um, have a preference around pubic hair. And I would say my tip is that your pubic hair should be how you want to have it, not, um, how a partner wants to have it or what you think a partner might want. Because I think a lot of times that is what we're aiming to do. We're trying to, um, reach some expectation of what we think somebody else wants. So, I don't care what you do to your pubic hair, but I just want you to do what you want to do to it. <laughs> and if people want your pubes to look like something they see in pornography, like that's when you stop and check it. Like that person probably has it professionally done. You you don't you don't have to do that. But if you cut yourself, protect yourself. There we go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to us over the last five years. We're really excited to start year six, season four. Um, if you have any questions about this episode or any other questions for us about relationships, about sexual health, about STDs, about we'll talk to you about anything at all, just let us know. You can call us at 413IRAPIT. You can send us an email. We're the sexrap at gmail.com. That's rap with a W. And you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Sex Rep. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good one. Thank you. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too... Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. <laughs>